All true. This guy makes just a comedy of errors on a daily basis. No BS. You have all these people that are whining, and 50 to 90 days ago, most of these people wanted to put you in a fucking cage. Uncensored. You know, the thing. You know. Oh, come on, man. Come on, Coco Puff. Rub these hairy legs. Corn pop. How many times I got to tell you it's corn pop? The Uncommon Podcast with B-Pop and Duff. You can't take away 100,000 jobs and then bring back 90,000 jobs and go, look at me. Come I brought back 90,000 jobs. Because <laughs> if you set extremely high goals, it's going to propel you a lot further than if you would have set a more of a soft-ass goal. Every episode of the Uncommon Podcast is dedicated to the first responders, police, firefighters, EMTs, frontline workers, and a special thank you to active duty military and veterans for all that you do so that we can do what we do. We have the illusion of freedom here. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. Dustin, what's up, brother? That was a good one. Yeah. I think we'll just do that from now on. Starting to get the hang of it here. (laughs) Actually acting like we're uh, professional podcasters. Well, shit, man. We're over 100 episodes now, so we ought to be getting better at what the fuck we're doing, right? I know, man. And on that note, just thank you, everybody, for all the support up to this point. You know, we're over a year into this. We're over 100 episodes. You know, I don't know, remember what the statistic was when we started this, but I believe it was like... One out of 15 actually continue to put episodes out past like episode seven or something. Something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm happy with what we're doing and, uh, you got you some know, good supporters. Yeah. And I, and I hope everybody's, you know, views this as kind of like, just like I said to you before we started the recording is this kind of a public service. Like, you know, we're just relaying a lot of the information that we're finding, um, but we hope that you're getting, you know, stuff from both the more controversial episodes and with the positive episodes that we do. Um, and again, as always, if you ever have any ideas, if you want to come on the show, if you're running for office somewhere and you want to, you know, come in and talk with us, please reach out to us. We leave all of our contact information down in the show notes. So, well, with that too, if you know anybody that would be a good uh, fit for the show, somebody we should be talking to, somebody we should be interviewing in a certain area of expertise. Today, I think we're going to touch on the uh, the food crisis, the impending food crisis. Um, but if there's any any we're, topics that we've talked about, this one's sad, bro. Well, whatever. But if there's any uh, topics that we've talked about that you know, a doctor, again, you mentioned a politician, somebody running for office, something like that, we'd love to have those interviews on. Uh, just to keep it nice and fresh for all of our listeners out there. And I want to be clear, I'm not just talking about people that are on the right side of the aisle. I know that we had the Demots on here. And, you know, again, thank you so much for coming in and, and giving their, you know, points of view and, and everything that they stand for. But even people on the other side of the aisle, if you want to come in and have a chat with us, we'd love to. I would look forward to those conversations because if I can gain something right from somebody that maybe I don't agree with, you know, a lot of times that just shows what we can actually do in this country when we come back together. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not on teams. And, you know, I'm I'll talk to somebody from the left side just as much as I'll talk to somebody from the right side. We may not agree, but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to listen to your point. And I think that's what's been lost, and that's why we're in these teams, and that's why all the divisions happening, and that's why they're being they're successful so far in accomplishing what the hell they've been trying to accomplish. Right, exactly. Well, man, with that, what are we talking about today? I kind of fucked that up. So, what are we talking about today? Well, let's just like old Chris Sky, a blast from the past. Everybody that's been listening to us from the beginning, you remember Chris Sky at the height of the COVID stuff here from Canada. So, let's just start with him. 
another new disease killing people. It's called Sudden Arrhythmic Death Syndrome. Also known as Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. Basically, adults are just dying, their hearts are just stopping, and they have no idea why. In fact, the British Heart Association had to put an entire page together to explain what sudden arrhythmic or sudden adult death syndrome was in November 2021. And now all you see are all these headlines starting from 2021, right after mass vaccination, where all these young people, teenagers, up to people in their 30s, are dying of sudden adult death syndrome. But they have absolutely no idea what's causing it. It just so happened to be right after mass vaccination and was never mentioned in society before that. Okay, so this is actually my area of expertise. Now, I'm not a cardiologist, but I mentioned on a uh, prior episode that I have a heart condition, right? Correct. Now, before we get too much into this, I want to read this snippet of this article. So this article was, uh, this is the Daily Mail. The date on this article is today, June 9th. Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from mysterious syndrome as doctors seek answers through a new national register. So let's read down here. People aged under 40 are being urged to have their hearts checked because they may potentially be at risk of sudden adult death syndrome. The syndrome, known as SADS, S-A-D-S, has been fatal for all kinds of people regardless of whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. SADS is an umbrella term to describe an unexpected death in young people, said the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, most commonly occurring in people under 40 years of age. The U.S.-based SADS Foundation has said that over half of the 44,000 annual SADS death of children, teens, and young adults have one of the two warning signs present. Those include a family history of SADS diagnosis or sudden unexplained death of a family member and fainting or seizure during exercise or when excited or startled. Now, this is not something that's brand new, okay? Let's, let's be very clear on this, okay? What is happening is the rate at which young adults are dying unexpectedly. And if you go on any Yahoo News, MSN.com, any of these outlets on a daily basis, you're going to see a minimum per day, one minimum per day of somebody under the age of 40 died unexpectedly in their sleep, died unexpectedly, no cause of death found. And that has skyrocketed since 2020. And people aren't asking the legitimate question. Now, the reason I get so passionate about this one topic, Dustin, is this. So I told you, and our listeners know that I have a heart condition. I have a pacemaker for my heart condition. The exact issues as to why I have a pacemaker are the symptoms that they just talked about, okay? So the disease I have is called prolonged QT. And so uh, if you go and Google prolonged QT, uh, QT prolongation increases the risk of developing abnormal heart, heart rhythms, including life-threatening arrhythmia torsade to point. This type of arrhythmia can lead to sudden cardiac death. This is a condition that runs in my family. And it first presented to me when I was 12 years old. Okay. It is such a serious condition that I have a pacemaker. My sister actually has an ICD, which is a, a defibrillator for this condition. Okay. I contacted my electrophysiologist last fall as just a test to say, Hey, given my heart condition, I want to see what your thoughts are about getting the vax just as a test. I knew I wasn't going to get it. 
I get a response back within five minutes from an RN out of his office. He didn't even have the wherewithal to contact me directly. The RN calls me and says, he said under unequivocally, you should go get vaccinated. Now, let me tell you something. I've already got this condition. Do you think I'm going to take the risk of making my condition worse by taking this vax when clearly there's something going on in society as to why these SADS cases and air quotes here are increasing at a rate they're increasing. This is fucking ridiculous. And the fact that nobody's asking the question or correlating to the just simple question of, are these people vaccinated is disgusting to me. Well, I'm looking at a chart. It was on our sheet there. So if you wanted to pull it up, you can, but this is uh, there's a chart on here that talks about athlete deaths and collapses 2021 and 2022. And it says worldwide, it says it's coming from goodsciencing.com. I don't know how reputable they are, but I, this was the graphic that I found. So even if this is off, you'll just, the increases alone will show you the increase after the vaccine took place. So when did vaccines really get in full swing in the younger population, right? Because it had to be April of 20, right? It was like close to April of 20. Okay. So this starts in January of 21. We had seven collapses and four deaths in January of 21. Okay. These are all, um, young people. Hold on real quick. Um, I think they're all under the age of 40. But February 21, six collapses, four deaths. March of 21, 16 collapses, eight deaths, which, I mean, you're, you're starting to get warmer, right, around the country and, and that kind of thing. So that makes sense a little bit with sports and everything else. April 21, 17 collapses, 10 deaths. May 21, 20 collapses, seven deaths. June 21, 28, 19. I'm just going to skip up here. So we start to see a major increase in July of 21. We get 46 collapses and 33 deaths. Okay, so between June and July, those numbers, it was uh, June was 28 collapses, 19 deaths. So you have 19 and 33. That's more than the the uh, from January up until May put together. Then as you continue to go here, the very peak of it ends at uh, around December of 21, January of 21. December was 124 collapses, 89 deaths, and 127 collapses, and 87 deaths in January of 22. Wow. So, I mean, that's a pretty dramatic increase. We're talking from January of 21, we had seven and four to January of 22, we have 127 and 87. Right. Like, I'm not saying it is all due to this, right? I don't know with stress and psychological issues that came out from the lockdowns and the masking and all the crap that had happened, right? I'm not jumping to just conclusions. I'm just saying this is the road this is leading me down. Right. When I see this information, when I start, I have a list here. Let's let's go down. I just did a real general search. If anybody wants to go on DuckDuckGo and say celebrities that have died unexplained, you know, in 2021 or 2022, we got Marion Barber running back for the Cowboys, or used to be the running back for the Cowboys, 38 years old. Freddie Rincon, he's a soccer player, 55 years old. Pedro Feliciano, he was a retired MLB pitcher at 45 years old in his sleep. Ray Liotta, actor, died in his sleep, 67. That's, that's kind of pushing it, you know, depending on, I don't know what Ray Liotta's habits were. Right. Yeah, I didn't ever hear any negative stuff, I didn't think. But, I mean, I'm not going to keep saying anything. Obviously, we, we talked about Bob Saget before, but one stood out. There was uh, Kim Mi-soo. You, did you see that one? She's 29 years old. Was that the Korean actress? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to read ages on here. 38, 55, 45, uh, 67, 60, 28. Um, Bob Saget, I don't know how old he was. but He was like 67, I think. Yeah, 67, 29, 50, 26. And then it gets even scarier when I type in athletes 
who have passed away from, you know, mysteriously or collapsed on the field. We have a a 30-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 14-year-old. We had Diego uh, Fairchild. He he went into cardiac arrest. He was a 17-year-old kid. Went into cardiac arrest during a league game. We have Dylan Rich, who was a 17-year-old, had a double heart attack. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh at this, but here's the thing. You know, my condition is, is genetic, and some of these could be genetic. I have no... No qualms about that. I'm not trying to say that, the, you know, 100% are all related. But when you see this uptick, you got to ask yourself, why is this all of a sudden occurring in these people? And, th- you know, we're talking about the ones that are being reported. How many of these uh, sudden deaths are, are happening and they're just not making the news and not being reported? That's the scary thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Common people that aren't, like, high profile. Right. Well, here's here's another example right here. Here's another example. 19-year-old Aiden Kaminska are, are mourning, let me let me get it to this headline, tributes flood social media following the sudden death of 19-year-old athlete. The family and friends of 19-year-old Aiden Kaminska are, are in mourning following the sudden death of star athlete. The family of the young athlete, who was a sophomore lacrosse player at University of Massachusetts, announced the sudden death of their 19-year-old son on Monday, May 30th, and tributes have continued to flood social media following the news. There's just, there's another one. And I don't get where, like, where's the outrage to want to know, like, what's going on? Right. It's like people are like, oh, well, you know, that's just what happens. People die. And I'm sorry, but, you know, the the condition that I have is so rare that when I told, so my condition runs in my family, okay? And I've had a, a distant relative actually die of the condition I have. So when I started having issues again as an adult, I told the cardiologist what condition she had. You know what the cardiologist flat out told me? I highly doubt it's that. That condition is so rare, it is impossible for you to have that. Turns out that's exactly what I have, and they found it through genetic testing and all the different testing they do. But I don't want to get into it on this because it'd take too long. But the reality of it is these heart conditions are not commonplace. If you talk to any cardiologist pre-2019, they would tell you that in young people, they're extremely rare. Extremely rare is what I was told when I said, hey, maybe we should look at this condition. And yet now it's like, oh, well, this is common. This happens all the time. It does not happen all the time. I got to be careful because, you know, I'm kind of a conspiracy person and I don't want to like jinx anything because I'm still coaching and stuff. But in the entire time that I've coaching fo- that I've coached football and I've been a part of numerous teams, football teams, baseball teams, basketball teams. I can't recall, honestly, other than a true like seizure, anybody just collapsing. No, because it's In rare. all of my years of football. The only time I recall seeing anybody ever collapse on a field or anything was usually due to like dehydration or, some, you know, heat stroke, you know, something like that, right? Well, this is what worries me here. I'm going to play another clip here. So, you know, you want, everybody wants answers, but the problem is, is nobody has a, nobody has an answer to give. Well, nobody's asking sudden the right questions. Deaths. I mean, what, what a joke. There was a paper that came out the other day, new syndrome, sudden adult death syndrome, I'm like sudden adult death syndrome is because people are getting a toxin in their body that's inflaming their heart. And to that point, in terms of like the drummer from the Foo Fighters and other individuals, there was an early study with these mRNA shots that shows that over time, and this was a mouse study, but it it balloons the heart. And as the heart balloons, you lose pumping volume. And once you can't pump enough blood, then you can't get enough oxygen, and eventually you're in heart failure and you die. I've seen autopsy tissues from triathletes who drop dead on the swim. And these are people that are at the peak of physical performance. And, you know, do athletes die every year occasionally in an event? You bet. But if you look around the world, 
a couple of athletes per month used to die on on the you know football field or on the soccer pitch or whatever. Now we're getting hundreds each month dying. Why? Is there something new in humanity? You bet there is. A toxic lipid nanoparticle and a toxic modified RNA that doesn't shut off. You bet we have causes. And and, and they say, well, gosh, you know, vaccines, you, you really only have these adverse reactions in the first couple of days to most vaccines. Well, that this is a gene product. And this spike persists, this modified mRNA persists. The Stanford study in, in the journal Cell showed that this sequence persists in the lymph nodes for up to 60 days, at which point they published their paper. But it probably persists much longer than that. Autopsy studies out of my colleague, Dr. Arndt Burkhardt in Germany shows spike depositing in vessel walls 128 days after the last shot. So we're, we're putting something in the body that number one, doesn't break down. Number two, it's making a toxic spike protein. And number three, it's persisting. Uh, Dr. Bruce Patterson, pathologist uh, colleague, showed that the spike was persisting in our circulating CD16 monocytes for up to 15 months. So. Uh, it, it's insanity to keep pushing the most deadly, dangerous medical product ever allowed to persist in humanity. What did you think about that one, bro? Well, that was uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, I believe so. Let me look up the notes. No, Dr. Ryan Cole. Oh, okay. That's who that was. Well, and he sounded just like Peter McCullough. Yep, and for everybody, we put our uh, links to the clips we use on here in the show notes. So this will be down in the show notes for you. Right. What I would say is this. You know, anytime you take any sort of medication, you know, there's always a side effect, an unintended consequence, right? All of our bodies are very different. That's the reason when you listen to or watch a, a TV commercial, you know, talking about some new medication, at the very end, they do it in as fast as possible, list out all the fucking side effects that possibly could be for informed consent, right? So for people to say, oh, the, the vaccine could never cause this, you're silly. Uh, either, either A, you're silly, or B, you're ignorant. You, you pick which one you want to think you are if you think that the vaccine can never cause what we're talking about because the likelihood or the the possibility that it could cause, you know, sudden adult death syndrome, I think it, it's probably more likely than not that it could, you know, could there be uh, genetic issues or familial issues that with some of these people in the past, sure, very well could be, but not at the rate that we're seeing. You know, as I said, you know, back when I was dealing with mine and I was trying to get my diagnosis, the cardiologist flat out said that, that these conditions are extremely rare. Well, now we're seeing that there's, that they're no longer rare. The rarity has gone. It's kind of, it's becoming commonplace. And if it's becoming commonplace, what has changed? What is the single common denominator to cause something to change that gets us into this situation to where you have young, healthy, vibrant, athletic people dropping at a clip suddenly without any sort of hint or any sort of diagnosis as to why? You know what I mean? Other than what is the common denominator? And I can, I can almost guarantee you that your common denominator is they've been vaccinated. Well, those people that say they can't, it can't cause it are just idiots, dude. You're just a dumb dumb because hundreds upon thousands of trials of vaccines have gone on over the years and they were not brought to market because they had these similar side effects and numbers statistically of death with use. Well, people that just do that are dug in with their heels on one side of the political spectrum so deep that they can't they can't see their ass from their you know they they have their heads so far up their own ass that they can't see that there's different points of view and ways to look at these things. Well, we talked on our Vax hysteria episode, geez, when was that? Last April, May, something like that, about the evolution of the mRNA vaccine technology 
and how it was never able to get past animal trials because every time they injected the animal with it, the animal would display an extreme or a very robust antibody response followed by unexplained death once it was introduced to the live virus. So back during those animal trials of any kind of mRNA vaccine, they were never able to get past animal trials because of that reason. The FDA shut them down and said, you got to go back to the drawing board. You bring in COVID, you bring in an, an emergency in air quotes to get an emergency use authorization. You skip animal trials. Then what becomes your, your animal trial? Your animal trial now is on humans. Barack Obama is on record of saying that they vaccinated however many billion, billion people, which effectively is a phase four vaccine trial. And everybody wants to stick their head in the sand and say, oh, it's not related. It's not related. It's just, you know, people just die, which is quite frightening if you think about it. Let me ask you a question here. When does an emergency use, when is there no more justification for it? I don't feel like this was justified from the beginning, but let's just hypothetically say it was, okay? We're still operating only under Pfizer and Moderna. And I mean, J&J and AstraZeneca have taken theirs off the market because of everything coming out with the blood clots with shit with them going on. We're, we're not even going to venture down that. We talked about that on the couple episodes ago. Well, now the, they're trying to get the Chinese Novavax. Yeah, the adenoviruses and stuff they were using for testing and everything else. I don't even want to go down that hole, but I'm just saying they're still operating as Pfizer and Moderna. And we're not, we, have, we still have yet to see Comirnaty, which is technically the only one, even though it's the same but different. From the Pfizer vaccine, we still don't get commercial. You don't get commodity out not, there. Well, you're not going to see it. Well, that's what I'm because, saying. So because here's why. There's my question, though. Where does the fucking emergency, the, um, I'm doing air quotes for everybody can't see me right now. When does the emergency use end? It doesn't. When does the emergency part of that end? Because everybody else has been living their life as much as they can without getting it down, going down other rabbit holes with inflation and other stupid shit happening on this country because of how they decided to handle this and because people started complying with masks and it was just virtue signaling bullshit this entire time. When does it end? It doesn't end. The emergency is always going to be there. And this is going to go down and I'm going to say this, but I don't want to segue into it yet. But the next big emergency we're going to see is a climate change emergency. New Zealand, New Zealand already instituted a climate change emergency. It's coming, folks. I already told you, though, I, I agree with Andy Frisella. The lockdowns, I know it's a t different topic, I know, but the lockdowns will happen because they're, they're prepping us for an alien invasion. And I think that's their last, I think that's the last ace in the hole. Like they'll try these monkeypox shit. We're going to get into that a little bit, but I mean, they're trying these other hints at, you know, we're going through the same thing and people aren't necessarily biting right now. So I think their Trump card for lack of a better term is, Oh shit. We, you know, we have all this technology that has been found out in space and all, and they're just going to start unloading everything on the American people. People are going to freak out and then they're going to manufacture a freaking alien invasion and, and what, however else. And you're going to have to get a vaccine to protect you from the radiation of the aliens. Yeah, probably. You know what I, okay, so we did an alien episode since we're on that topic. A little quick sidebar. You know what I think aliens are? What? Okay. Think about a, an alien figure as I mean, we know. Why it. did I get you on aliens? Fuck. No, just follow me for a moment. Think okay. about alien figures as we know, right? Big head, big eyes, small body, no muscle mass, uh, gender neutral. Beta males. Gender neutral. You can't tell if it's a male or female. Basically a beta male, but yeah. Okay. I agree with you. I know you're making a joke. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not trying to ignore you, but I'm trying to follow my point. What I think, so I've, I like the idea of aliens, but to think aliens can travel light years to get to this planet and then all of a sudden crash on this planet is fucking stupid to me. If they have the technology to get here, what makes anybody think that they're all of a sudden crash and hit a mountain? Not going to happen. What if aliens are us in the future and that's what we've evolved to? 
Think about that for a moment. We're always staring at tiny screens. There's no need in the future maybe to have muscles because everything's done with your mind and your eyes and shit, computerized. And with all this gender dysphoria shit going on, who's to say aliens aren't us? And we have figured out a way to travel back in time, wormhole, whatever, to try to figure out how to undo the bullshit that we've done. I'm not biting. But I've heard that theory. I think it's an That was one of my stone thoughts one night. I think it was an interesting <laughs> theory. I heard that. I don't remember if it was on Rogan, but it was I mean, not on Rogan. That was that's a B pop original. It was something along those lines. <laughs> but you know, my biggest thing is we keep they're operating under something that shouldn't be in place anymore. And that's the truth. That's the emergency use authorization. They should not be able to why why can this just be infinitely extended? Well, there, I, I mean, can somebody make the argument that we're still in an emergency that's not inflation? The real emergency is inflation, which leads to food, which leads to ordinary living. That's the real emergency. But that's that's a fabricated emergency, in all honesty. And we can get into that here a little bit later. But the, to think that COVID is still some sort of fucking emergency like, all that is is to keep the powers that be, keep the CDC, the WHO, the FDA, whatever, to keep them in power and to hold power as long as possible, okay? And I've said, you and I have consp conspiracy theorized on this podcast however many times that I truly think that a lot of this was for population control. And it, it would not surprise me. But I sent you a document, and I don't know the, the legitimacy of this document. I'll just say that right up front, okay? But there is a Deagle Report. So there's a website, uh, Deagle.com, D-E-A-G-E-L. And so what this says, I'll just read the headline. On the shocking 2025 Deagle forecast, war, population reduction, and the collapse of the West. So in this report, it's a nine-page document. We can put the link in the show notes if you want. And it goes, it, it goes real deep into this. But the report analyzes countries by projected population size, GDP, defense budget, and more. In it, they predict a 70% reduction in size of the United States population by the year 2025. Now, 70%, I think, is probably a bit overstated. Let's assume it's only 20%. You realize how terrible a 20% population reduction would be for our way of life? Just 20%. Well, and that's what I, I mean, again, we're on the vaccine thing. I mean, that's these, all these side effects. It's, that's what contributes to that number though. Right. right. Like, I mean, the, I'm not saying it's just, it's not just SADS. It's not just cancer. It's just, but we're seeing increases in a ton of different health problems, dude, that are causing deaths mm -hmm. that we didn't have those same rates before the pandemic. And all I know is all of my friends, and I, this is just me being, I am not a doctor. Don't take your, your medical advice from me. But this is just me being observant. Every single one of my friends that didn't get vaccinated have had zero issues. None. Me too. None. And most of them haven't even gotten sick since they had COVID. Yeah. Well, I, me and my wife, had, we had COVID once, haven't had it since, and we're, we live our life. We're not doing anything crazy. Every day I get on msn.com just to check the, uh, the headlines, even though they're all skewed. And every day I see this headline of saying, why are fully vaccinated and boosted people testing positive for COVID more than non-vaccinated people? And you really got to ask yourself that question. And it's because your immune system has been compromised. The sad thing, and we talked about it on another episode, that I personally think what the vaccine does is it brings out underlying conditions in your body that may have never materialized, and it brings to the forefront, i.e. herpes, for one, right? 
But a lot of these heart issues that are coming about, it could be an underlying condition like I have that just didn't materialize until, bam, they got vaccinated. And now, because of the myocarditis and the stress it's put on the heart, it's causing these other issues uh, with these people, and it's causing them to die suddenly. Either way, there should be somebody held accountable to this to this bullshit. And the sad thing is, is you don't have doctors speaking up. You don't have politicians speaking up. Everybody is hiding, trying to protect their own ass because the doctors and the politicians and uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, they all push people to go get vaccinated. Even individual companies push people to get vaccinated and they don't want the ramifications of, oh shit, what if the vaccine that we pushed is causing these people to die? They don't want the lawsuits. So they're going to push it off and push it off and push it off and try to pretend like, oh, it's not the vaccine. It's some other weird thing causing it. So just, this is my last point on this. For all you out there, when they come to you and they say, hey, it's booster time again, just understand that you still, to this day, can't sue them. That's right. You could try, but since they're under the emergency use authorization, they get this umbrella protection, and that's why they want to keep it in place. That's right. That's the truth. Well, here, I just— I and just Real quick, I just want to touch on something before I forget and that you just touched on. Ask anybody that's done a hardcore keto diet. You can, your genes turn on and off. And yeah. so who's to say that putting this in your body wasn't like, you know, being on a really strict keto type diet where you're turning off your, you know, some of your genes and, you know, a lot of it most times is good, but you, you don't have control over this. So who's to say that's not the cause, right? And that's turning on a cancer gene that maybe would have been dormant. Because here's the thing. I've had people, and this is going to sound so stupid, but this is, everybody always asks me because I chew tobacco. They say, how long are you going to chew for? I said, I know I need to quit. You know, it's, it's gross and whatever later on. But I've known people in their 80s still chewing and they're like, that's going to cause cancer. Well, no, that just, if you have a pre, you know, if you have an underlying gene, yeah, I'm, I'm fully, I believe fully that most of these major um, sicknesses that kill people, you know, i.e., you know, diabetes, you know, those kind of things. I honestly think it's just, that's just your luck of the draw in, in which genes are turned on and off. Right. And so if you start turning these things on like light switches, that's where I think we're starting to get these mass, you know, deaths. If we really knew the deaths, bro of the cancer deaths right now, I guarantee you they would be three times what they were. Oh, absolutely. But they won't report it. They're not reporting the shit. Yep. So here's another, this is just buttoning up the athletes are collapsing. Oh, you got one? Well, real quick before we do that. So okay, I, as we were talking, I get on MSN.com because I said that. I just got on MSN.com. Here's an article that just pulled up. Why are boosted Americans testing positive for COVID-19 more often than those without the extra shot? Since late February, Americans who have gotten a booster shot appear to be testing positive for COVID-19 more often than those vaccinated without the extra shot, according to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data. So they're blaming it on the booster that you're testing positive. I'm going to blame it on the fact you took the first two fucking shots to begin with. That's the issue. But think about this. Every time you take that shot, every single time, you're compromising your immune system, right? That's what's happening. Now, this article, now we're, we're recording this June 9th, okay? This article is from today. Same thing. We're not in an emergency if they're causing the emergency. Right. A Baker County High School senior is in the hospital after collapsing on the tennis courts. Breaking new details on the deaths of a high school soccer player. Finland, Denmark star man Christian Eriksson collapsing towards the end of the first half. The Kennedy High community mourning tonight after one of their high school football players died. A South Carolina high school football player has died after collapsing at football practice. Star college basketball player collapsing on the court. We want to warn you. The video may be difficult to watch. Florida Gators star Giante Johnson collapsing during the game. A West Catholic high school student has died after collapsing during a football scrimmage. On mile eight, she suddenly felt fuzzy 
and blacked out. 17-year-old Ryan Jacobs' heart stopped. Unexpectedly collapsed on the field. Megan went into cardiac arrest. Collapsing during Friday night's football game. It's just sick, dude. And I have a, that's where you know that I have a soft spot, if you want to call it that, to just, I get so mad when people mess with kids, dude. I just get so mad. Because here's the thing. They're brainwashing. They brainwashed them for months with the TV and keeping them at home and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so now they had this perception that they have to go get this. And you see all those videos of the young, young kids that are like, oh, get me. you know, just because they know they know it's going to make their parents happy. Oh, I'm so happy to go get the vaccine and all that kind of shit. And so there's just more brainwashing and just it's like a big fucking washing machine. That's right. And now look what's happening. And to parents out there at this point, if you're getting your young kids, unless they have some kind of autoimmune, you know, something where they need to have, you know, the vaccine, I think it's child abuse, dude. I, that's the only way that I can think about it at this point. Is it selfish? Yep. You know, and now I'm not, I'm going to say, if you want to leave it up, if you have a 16, 17, 18 year old kid and you want to, if you're letting them make the decision, I don't disagree with that either. As long as they, you make sure that they're educating themselves on it. Right. Right. Do they know what the side effects could be? Right. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a well, parent. Dude. Well, you did. tell me, I mean, what, I mean, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm, I sit there, sit there and I look at these kids all the time. There's kids dropping dead on fields all over the fucking place. And everybody wants to put, just put their head in the sand like an ostrich yeah. and say, we don't know what's causing this bullshit. You know exactly what's causing it. There's only been one thing that's changed in the last two fucking years. And that's them trying to make, make sure that everybody in the, in the free fricking world is vaccinated. Well, okay. So let's talk about that one piece for a moment. Why is it that they were trying to demand mandate whatever close to as close to 100% compliance and vaccinations as possible. I can tell you why the reason was, is if you eliminate the control group, meaning the control group of people that are not vaccinated, when these side effects come up and these deaths come up and all this weird shit comes up, it's impossible to relate it to the vaccine because if everybody's getting it, well, there's something else going on. We can't pinpoint it to the vaccine, but in, in the United States, it's about 40% vaccinated to 60% not. Whereas when you get into Canada, you get into Australia, it's close to 95%. Canada, I think, is even greater than 95%. Okay? They wanted people to be, or they wanted as many people as possible to be vaccinated so that they couldn't tie any of the side effects or adverse events to the vaccine because it would just be en masse. Well, here in the U.S., what needs to happen is when people drop dead, there should be, of, of an unknown cause, were they vaccinated? Yes or no? Were they vaccinated with Pfizer or Moderna? Yes or no? How many shots did they have? One, two, three, four, five, six coming up. However many shots are coming up. That should be on record because if they get that information on record, they'll be able to track it and create a graph to say, okay, they, you know, these are the people that had pre-existing heart issues, pre-existing epileptic issues. Okay, they were vaccinated, but they had these existing. Okay, let's let's categorize them as already pre-existing. These people had no history of any sort of epileptic issue, no history of any sort of cardiac issue. Issue, but they were vaccinated, they should be in one group. And I guarantee if they did that, if they separated it and they did that, they would see there was a pattern, but they don't do that. And they're not going to do that. They don't want to know. They don't, they know, they don't want the public to know because I personally think what they were trying to do, we can go down the road as much as we want about, you know, was it a, was it a compliance event? Was it a depopulation event? Was it some sort of event to get people all you know, jabbed with this substance that nobody knew what was in it. I think it's all true, but when you look at it, I think it's becoming more and more of a depopulation event than anything. Read you a headline here. Well, a headline and then the first little blurb. Doctors baffled by sudden adult death syndrome in healthy young people. 
very first paragraph. Doctors in Australia are developing the country's first SADS registry after recent incidents of healthy young people dying from sudden adult death syndrome. That's right. So now we need registries. Did we need registries before? No. Again, that's a, I, I've said it on here a million times, bro. I'm, I'm a simple person. I'm a simple, I just, I have a simple brain. When I look at things, the dots connect. And when I start noticing that this wasn't happening when I was a kid or when you were a kid, or even the, you know, for the generation after us, you know, it, did, it wasn't really happening. Why now? Again, you brought it up at the beginning of the episode. What changed? Right. I got one last clip here. And you know, this is almost going to be kind of like a, I don't know, I don't want to call it a bonus clip. It's like a coin flip clip because I do not remember what clip this is. <laughs> but it was on no agenda and it had something to do with Pfizer. So this may not even this may not even fit in this episode, but we're going to play it here. Initially, <laughs> before I saw the Pfizer documents, I thought comparing this to Dr. Mangala is rhetorical. It's excessive. There's no cause for it. Yeah. Now I've seen these documents. These people knew for 14 months to this day, right? They know that these injections kill babies, that these injections cause neurological harms, cause strokes, cause clotting. They know, you know, people I know are collapsing and there's like a meme on social media of athletes collapsing. Doctors are mystified. The I looked at the SEC filings of BioNTech. One of the things BioNTech discloses to the SEC, but no one disclosed to you and me, is that fainting so hard you could hurt yourself is a an identified side effect of right. these injections, right? So what do you call that? I mean, they knew that babies were dying and they kept going. They knew that people were having strokes and heart attacks, that there was cardiac damage to kids and they kept going, right? And they kept saying, yes, we're authorizing this for teenagers. Yes, you're author we're authorizing this for, you know, young children. Now we want to authorize it for babies to five-year-olds. Um, we have never seen that before in history, but genocide is narrowly defined legally as targeting a population that's ethnic or racial. That's just a legal definition in international law. But genocide, uh, in terms of the, its root structure, means the killing of a people. Well, the, the intentional killing, intentional, it's intentional if you don't stop it, right? right? If you know and you don't stop. And if you say, and even legally, right? A lot of the lawyers are looking at conspiracy, you know, RICO yeah. type things, racketeering. Um, if you know there are dangerous harms and you expose children to them, that's a criminal offense. If you know that someone can get, die, and you, you know, do it anyway, that's at least medical malpractice, if not manslaughter. I mean, these are categories of harms we haven't seen before, but the effect is to target the human race. You know, they're vaccinating everyone. And they literally did not know what would happen except that they were seeing, you know, the tallies come in of people being injured, broken, miscarriages, abortions, you know, spontaneous abortions and, and dead babies. So, yeah, I call it a, what I call it is it turns out there can be a happenstance genocide. So I don't know if I want to go. I'm not going to go all the way there with her on that, you know, but I will say this in terms of like law. Right. If you know that the side effects are causing harm and we know from the Pfizer release, right, the mandatory, the first five, what was it, the first 500 pages or 5000 pages or whatever it was, we learned that they knew this. They knew about, you know, the ratio of deaths and what was happening in these vaccines from that document alone. Mm -hmm. And so if you know that, you can't claim negligence at that point. It's intentional. Because now it's knowingly. Right. Right. There's different variations and there's different degrees of crime. We talked about it in the past. You're knowingly doing an act. Wouldn't it be called murder? I don't think you could get there. 
I don't think you could get there because it would have to be premeditated against the person, the victim. What about premeditated against the populace? It'd be like a slant manslaughter. Premeditated against like an entire an, an entire race. A billion counts of manslaughter. An entire, and by race, I'm talking human race. You know, I, I just saying, I'm not going to go all the way there with like the whole genocide thing, but it is like when you know that that's the ratio again, like I just, I can't get over what you read in that report about the 70% reduction in the Deagle report. Yeah. The Deagle report. And you know, whether that's true or not, like we talked about, if that's a, if that's a saying 70, even at like say, you know, 20 to 30%, we're, it's a, it's a crazy amount of people. And I told you this on the phone the other day when we were talking about it, it makes me really nervous for the people that are in my life that got the vaccine. Seriously. Yeah. My wife included, because I don't know, there's been so many lies about all this, all of it. And there's been so much censorship going on with people that we would have looked to for the answers. We would have looked to people like Dr. McCullough for the answers because he is a professional in that field. Or who is the other one? The other... The Robert other, Malone. Robert Malone. We would have went to him for answers, but we didn't We didn't bring those people in, dude. Yep. And so now how do you know? How do you know? And, and like I said, all you can do is sit around and if you have loved ones in your life, man, you hug them every day and, and hope that this didn't, you know, turn some gene on in their, you know, family history that's going to cause them major health issues down the road. Right. Yeah. You know, it's sad, man. And you look at everything that's, that's happening, you know, we should uh, go back and revisit our predictions episode <laughs> and make it bullet point one by one and update it. And I don't really think there'd be much to update quite honestly, because when we did that prediction episode at the beginning of the year, you know, we made quite a few predictions about, you know, different things that's happening. And I got to tell you, it's been a uh, somewhat of an onslaught so far this year. Now we're through five months, right? Through five months of the five full months of this year, it has been an onslaught of just different weird things happening, right? They're trying to keep COVID up. You know, they, they, they did a war game exercise, well, last year, similar to, to event 201. I can't, even out for those that want to refresh event 201 was the, was a tabletop exercise for a coronavirus pandemic. They did a, an exercise last year, um, and I'm trying to blank on the name of it, similar to Event 201, but it was simulating a monkeypox pandemic, a monkeypox outbreak. What's happening? We have a monkeypox outbreak now, right? They're trying to get things stirred up. The Supreme Court opinion leak on Roe v. Wade, trying to get it steamed up. You have these mass shootings, trying to get things people riled up. Tonight, primetime, they're doing this January 6th, you know, primetime Hollywood production bullshit to try to pit Americans against one another. They're trying everything they possibly can leading up to the, the, the midterms this year. All the while, we got people dropping dead at a fucking record clip and nobody wants to talk about it. All the while, we got close to $6 a gallon gasoline, normal gasoline here in Denver, probably approaching $7 to $8 a gallon for diesel here in very short order that's going to cause issues with food, the, the transportation costs, you know, further creating issues with inflation. But yet, let's ignore all that and focus on the other colored bubbles that they want us to focus on, right? There's other real shit going on, real heartbreaking shit that people are having to deal with. And yet, let's just sweep it under the rug and pretend that it doesn't exist. We'll put these headlines online as kind of a sidebar and just pretend they don't exist. It's my last point, and then I'm going to let you walk them out because I got to go pee bad. What was, do you know what the original narrative when monkeypox first came onto the scene back in the day? I don't know the exact date, but back in, I think it was the seventies or something. Do you know what the original narrative was? How you, how monkeypox was getting transferred? I don't know back then, but I know this time around, they said that it was, it came from some rave or some EDM festival in Europe. And it, the, the majority of people that got it were gay men having sex. 
And that was the original narrative too, is that if you were a gay man, you know, you're be careful because you could get monkeypox. Right. That is that okay. is such stay nonsense. Stay with me, stay with me. And I'm stealing this from Andy Frazzello just to give him credit, but this had me laughing so damn hard. What did they just say to avoid the spread of monkeypox? What did, what did the CDC recommend for travel again? Well, time out. So the way you contract monkeypox is by touching body a, fluid and oozing sore and getting contracted that way. Not through aerosol, not through the air, but the CDC comes out and says you should wear a face covering to prevent the spread of monkeypox, which that is not how monkeypox spreads. So for all the beta males out there that are virtue signaling wearing your mask, understand when I see you wearing your mask, based on the narratives that the only narratives I know about the spread of monkeypox is I have to assume that that's what that, you're cool with that. <laughs> like, hey, bro, like, do you, do you, but right. just understand, like, that's what I'm going to think from now on. Like, right. you like, you like that? Like, cool, cool. Do your thing. Stop touching monkeys. Stop touching monkeys. I'm going to walk us out with this real quick. So the, the, the unifier, Mr. Unifier, Mr. Joe Biden, this is totally unrelated, but I think I just want to stick it in here just because fucking guy pisses me off. So this guy's on Jimmy Kimmel last night. And uh, he's doing a, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's bouncing back and forth. They're doing their banter. And Jimmy Kimmel's, you know, demonizing the Republicans, talking about, oh, my God, what do we do with these people when they're obstructing everything you want to do? I mean, you have no choice but to rule by executive order if they're not going to help you out and do what you want to do. You know what Biden says? We should throw them in jail. So we are now a country to where if you disagree with the political establishment, no free speech, no counterpoints, we're just going to lock you up and throw you in jail. You know what he also says? So they're trying to get Trump on inciting a riot for the quote-unquote insurrection. You know but what Biden said last night? There'd be a, a revolution if the Supreme Court decision didn't go his way. What's he calling for? Dude, those people are still in jail. They're still in jail and they haven't had a trial. Last time I checked, you have a right to a speedy trial in this country. A year and a half later. Speedy, dude. And the majority of the people that are in jail are in jail for trespassing. They're in jail for misdemeanors. That's, that's ridiculous. It's amazing. Dude. And they're using COVID in the jails as a reason to keep them in solitary confinement. They basically took Guantanamo Bay and stuck it in a prison in Virginia as political prisoners. But hey, let's focus on that. And let's not, you know, let's ignore all the people dying suddenly with no history of any sort of medical condition. That's a good idea. And with that, everybody, please share the show. Please uh, help us grow it. Stay dangerous. See you.